0: Yo, it's Julian on the Brown Notes and a review of the latest album by um, Puerto Rican superstar Benito Antonio Martinez Ocasio, aka Bad Bunny, uh, and my encyclopedic knowledge of Latin music. I'm not saying Latinx. I just do, is. Does anyone in Latin America actually use that outside of like pictures, journalists in America? Um, I'm sort of a latecomer to the whole urban Latin thing. Um, It is the only non-English language music force that has ever rivaled English language music. Certainly by modern standards, some I think like Ozuna has had something like the most billion viewed YouTube videos of any artist in the world. This guy, the most uh, streamed artist on Spotify for... You know two years straight I do wonder whether some of that's to do with how music is listened to I think a lot of people in in Latin America do listen to music on their phones and stuff like that so I wonder if that contributes to it but there's no denying you know this guy's had the uh, first ever billboard number one album all in Spanish and followed it up with this album which was the largest Billboard number one so far this year, I believe, until the next album I'm going to review from Kendrick. So, I've actually featured much of his music. Uh, X100 pray, I think I did. Um, Y-H-L-Q-M-D, blah, 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 I did as well. I'm not sure I did Ultimo El- 2 Del Mundo because I think that was the one that was the um, first Billboard number one, all in Spanish. There is some English on this album, by the way. Like a line. Uh, Inverno Sinti is his um, fourth studio album, uh, fifth if you count the Oasis album with Jay Balvin, and um, he's become the de facto lead of the urban Latin music. I mean, we've had um, a, a, the Omega Outlier from Rosalia earlier this year um, with the art house prospect from a Catalan woman who is not Spanish enough, not sorry, not Latin enough. Jesus, she's counted as a white man, I think, uh, as far as these things go now. They actually bash Bad Bunny on this album in the Pitchfork review for for not being black enough, even though it's like, <laughs> got so many different sort of ethnic and cultural references going on. They can find, so he wasn't, he didn't go Dominican black enough, I think was their thing. So anyway, um, I thought this was fantastic. It's got a great cover. It's got my favourite cover of the year, that heart with the upturned face. Is, um so awful, it, is, it transcends art. It's uh, actually magnificent. Um, I really like this the first few times I listened. A Few flaws Emerged. It's got amazing acclaim. Uh, Moscow Mule the Opener, very easy going. A lot of this album is actually really nice and easy to listen to. And um, Después de la Playa, um, After the Beach, my Spanish is excellent um that's a wild ride it just goes nuts and it shows that he is put in the boat out it's yet another double album and he's going headlong into multiple styles here a lot of club music as well very hard clubby music at times as on the third tack tc me pregunter let's get the track list up so i'm not just randomly saying stuff Oh, the fourth track, uh, Titi, Mi Pregunto. Um, uh, yo noise Yo Noi... Where is the title? Yo Noi Soy Celoso. Um, that one I picked out as well because it's got this really sort of late 60s Brazilian Tropicalia acoustic strum on it, which I loved, and it's... <dialogue> whistling hook on it, which is beautiful. Best track so far, I thought mutations era um definitely a modern low slung update to tropicalia i really like that and um, then just straight into like really jacking house music some of the club music on this album benefits from being hard and and a lot of it benefits from being micro house what is going on um <clears throat> As a double album of a monstrous 23 tracks, it's paced kind of well, because there's lots and lots of high points in the second half. But the biggest flaw here is that those opening 10 tracks are probably a bit drifty and get a bit samey. I found sort of like, uh, it sort of took off after um, Party track 11, really, really... Uh, good chopped female vocal sample Bit more dynamic, bit more exciting And a bit less like the other tracks With that same reggaeton beat going on um, But yeah, when it's he it got into um, The Micro House stuff coming up And the um, indie as well It was really good Aguacero That's got this Micro House vibe That crops up about three or four times In the, in the last ten tracks um, Which is fantastic Who knew that he would ever inhabit that vein? Um, gets seen to sort of trap beats and synths with uh, Dos Mills 16. Um, and really hardcore clubbing with El apagon But I thought the highlight for me was Ojitos Lindos. This is why I got sucked into Ozuna's music. The hook is the melodically beautiful high point of hooks this year for me in pop music. It's gorgeous. Um, You know, it's like that Kiera Repetir song from Ozuna. It just hooked into me because of the um, absolutely gorgeous hooks. It was such a good song. One of my favourite pop songs so far this year. Um, But Otro Atardese is really weird. It's like this really cool indie pop vibe that you might have found on a, you know, one of the, like the You Forget It in People Broken Social Scene album or even the Pumpkins that they're sort of 1979-ist. Um, and um, a lot of acts sort of that Peter Bjorn and John sort of vein since. Real indie vibe to it, which I loved. And this very um, addictive guitar tumble on it, guitar hook, which I loved. Uh, reggae gets in. Uh, with me fui de and the title track um, I thought was that and in excess. Lever tear us apart. That stabbing dun- 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 dun synth going on in that uh, as a sample, and there's a couple of micro house stuff towards the end as well. Did the like Luomo and um, like from Vocal City, um, Iceli, that sort of thing really. Interested to see and pursue that. That's fantastic. So, I, I would say that the first ten tracks were a little bit overall, a bit drab. I thought there was like two or three tracks that really stood out. But overall, if that were the album, I probably wouldn't have raved about it. It sort of passed the ten track mark. It started to pick up with more consistently exciting music. Uh, more memorable. if I listed all the memorable tracks on there, two or three would be in the first ten, and six or seven would be in the last ten. So I thought it was um, a little bit uneven on that score. Um, I'll say this. If there's, a, like, he's he's a zeitgeist of Latin music. He is, like, number one in the world now. But if there's one thing that he doesn't have, that Ozuna have, like, on that... Yeah, we'll that track, he sung that hook so beautifully, and he Ozuna sells a song, like he really like he's got this really romantic, wistful voice. He can do the same kind of um, full-blooded rapping that uh, Bad Bunny can do. But even J Balvin's got this sort of romantic gruffness to his voice, where their voices sell songs. I wonder if Bad Bunny's singing. Um, which is often auto-tuned, is as memorable as either Ozuna or J Balvin when they get into that mode. And Ozuna certainly has a a golden voice. So I I don't know if that's missing, because I would say this, of all the great hooks on this album that are sung, they're usually sung by guest artists so that's an interesting paradigm still very good album a little bit uneven a little bit um less interesting on the first half of this yeah another double album this year and some great tracks on the second half he's obviously in complete control of his domain and happy to try out weird and wonderful wacky music um And I'd like to see him, like I said, with a lot of the albums out this year, if you compiled the two-thirds of the tracks that are the best tracks, you've got a better album every time. So I'm going to give Bad Bunny and Verano Sinti, A Summer Without You, with the sad heart on the cover, a 7.5 out of 10.